I do wonder if we're going to come out of it, like, appreciating the 2008 more. 2010, you mean? I thought it was 2009. Yeah. Uh, 2009, you mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said. (laughs) Make up your mind, Michelle. (laughs) Congratulations, you're a fruit salad. It's another episode of Full Metal Analysts. Welcome to our show where free riders analyze each and every episode of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I'm Michelle. I'm Arthur. And I am Mike. And our guest today is returning champ. I gotta stop saying that. I don't know. I'm sorry. I mean, Michelle always says returning champion for our guests, and today's the one day that it might actually be accurate. <laughs> yeah. Returning champion, Sadiq Yusuf. Hey! <laughs> Thank you guys for having me back. All right. Thanks so much for tolerating us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I would like to be on more frequently, man. You guys are ducking. We're going to go on and, and do the 03 next. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. You guys are going backwards. Yeah, <laughs> yes. a little bit. Yeah. In a way, in a sense. I recently just went back to try to watch the 03 and I really did not realize how bad that show ended. You know, I was such a big <laughs> fan of the original. I really, I didn't even watch Brotherhood until like a year in because I thought they were gonna mess up the original. But now when I've watched Brotherhood and I go back to watch the original, the ending is so rough, man. I know something about spoilers. The end, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Stop saying it, Mike. You gotta, you, we can't spoil it. <laughs> There's people who are going to watch it for the first time. We can't spoil it into that. It's the one spoiler I think we can have because yeah, yeah, cause it's so out it's of left so, field. It's so random. It's not going to make any sense to you, even if you know about it. It's like no one ever expects a surprise. Spoilers. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> This is the final episode of the Brotherhood season, and we wanted to do a special episode. We invited Sadiq back to talk about a topic that I feel like we didn't talk a lot about because we're not exactly... um. We're lovers. Fighting people. So <laughs> today we are discussing the best fights of Brotherhood because Brotherhood is a shonen anime and shonen anime are known for their fights. So today we're talking about the best ones. Yeah. Yeah. To be, to be honest, I'm surprised you guys never, you never really touch on the fights, to be honest. That's true. This is a symptom of us being writers. And when we write a scene with a fight, sometimes, we'll, they we fight. Th- <laughs> yeah, sometimes we'll throw in like maybe some specifics, but like it's largely good for us to be like, and then some fighting happens and then... <laughs> you know what I, I, mean? I, I was just about to say that i was gonna say maybe it might be because you guys are writers because as somebody that's just a fan like a lot of those fight moments i live for them. like Fullmetal alchemist has a lot of fight moments that are like goosebumps you know and especially mm-hmm. somebody that does what i do like growing up yeah. as a kid when you're watching tv those are the kind of stuff that you look up to wow well that's why we had you back Yes, that exactly. We needed somebody who knows these things. This is a blind spot for us. You know what I mean? Like, we're here trying to figure out, like, why they're fighting. And you're like, dude, they're fighting. Don't worry about why. Just accept it. Live in the moment. So each of us have made up a list of the three best fights. What we should do is we should go, like, let's all say our third favorite fight, then our second favorite fight, and then our number one favorite fight. All right? I'm going to get things started by saying my third favorite fight in Brotherhood is the fight in the fifth laboratory between Edward and I do not remember his name, but it's the guy who's two different people mm-hmm. in a piece of armor. Mm-hmm. I think he's a number. Two, four, six, oh, one. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> what is his name? Like the Slicer Brothers, whatever. Okay. So the reason why I like the fifth laboratory battle is because it takes a concept that the show has introduce you from the beginning which is 
you can put people souls in armors and it does something really really cool with it which is like here are enemies who are souls in armors which the show never really does again like there's never really any other enemies who are like alphonse in that way so that's why i really like the fifth laboratory that one has a lot behind it because it's like we think we're finally going to get some answers and then it's, it's like snatched right away right by the homunculi mm-hmm to me, the really cool thing is Edward versus the Slicer Brothers. That, that's like, that's the first time we're from at Alchemist. It's like, this is what we can do. This is us at our best, you know? Mm-hmm. Sadiq, what is your number three? Almost all my fights happen towards the end of the show. That's why I was like, I, I can't believe you guys are like the end of the show. That's when all the cool fights happen. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like I said, of course, because you guys are writers. Mm-hmm. But my number three was really close. It was almost a tie because there was both happening on screen at the same time. So I don't know if one, the coolness of one was held with the coolness of the other. And it was, it was the fight with um the Armstrong family versus Law was happening the same time when Alphonse and Heinkel was fighting, I Kimberly. think, Pride and, and Kimberly. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Pride. <laughs> That's a really close two. And like I said, it was both playing at the same time. But I think in the end, I'll have to give it to Alphonse and Heinkel versus Kimberly and Pride. Because the Armstrong one kind of finished as a joke. There was some impact happening, like when the fight was going on, it was serious. But at the end, it turned into like the little strongman show where they're just like showing off their muscles. With Al, I think that's the first time we actually saw one of the good guys outside of Hohenheim use alchemy without any restrictions. And like I said, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, I really appreciate the fights because it gives you those goosebumps moments. And they always find a way to make like insignificant characters or characters that you don't care about has some type of cool goosebump moment. And that's when um Heinko was able to hide in the in the smoke and kill Kimberly. Like if, when you start right. watching off the show, you would never believe Kimberly's gonna die to the random lion guy, you know? <laughs> so that, that's <laughs> Yeah, my... dude, Lion Guy is a fan favorite here at Full Metal Analyst. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was there from the beginning. A lot of people forget. I really love that fight too because it has really good ups and downs too, because Lion Guy is, sorry, Heinkel. <laughs> He's like dying and bleeding, and we don't realize that in the smoke, Doctor Marco heals him. So Pride thinks that Heinkel is out of the fight. That's how he's able to like come out of nowhere. And we don't notice that Al passed the stone to Marco, which is. Yeah, I completely cool. forgot about that. It was a three on two fight. Yeah, it was. Um, It was Dr. Marco. <laughs> Dr. Marco was in there. So, so that was another cool moment. <laughs> that was another goosebumps moment because I don't think Dr. Marco ever had like a redeeming moment outside of that. Like, I feel like that was like his like his time to shine. So whenever they show a random person in the little um cutscene the full metal alchemist like you know something vicious is about to happen yeah. with them. <laughs> you know, unless it's the radio guy right <laughs> i think it's really impressive that you remember lion guy's name it's like <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like lion guy was my father you can call me hankel hankel has like a unique name i don't remember frog guy's name you know, don't, don't, don't worry don't chatto <laughs> Afro, you're number three. The first greed fight, I think, is really cool because Ed sort of uses the laws of alchemy in a really cool way that we haven't seen before. Like, that's where Ed always shines to me. It's that he's super resourceful. There isn't that much else there. It is There's a little bit of, like, who is this guy? But I think greed's introduction is really fun. He wants things. Yeah, he wants things. What are the things he wants? I always forget. (laughs) Money, women, power, the finest things in life. You know, all, all the things he wants. 
<laughs> that fight with Greed and Ed was super cool because it was showing like some real martial arts technique. But, yeah, um, tell Greed, us about Greed it. Greed doesn't use um a lot of like alchemy, you know. So he was like the animators had to draw him using like real like kicks and and stuff like that. So now now I definitely understand what you guys are saying. Like me watching, I'm like, oh my god, that was a good roundhouse kick. That was a good spinning back kick. And I'm like, you guys are just watching like. Why are they still fighting? Yeah. <laughs> For us, it's kind of like a flurry of blows. Why is they still? What is going on here? <laughs> this is why we need you. Like clearly, we don't know how to talk about these fights. <laughs> We're like, I like the fighting that was with the fighting. <laughs> we have no words. <laughs> Mike, your number three? My number three is right after Arthur's number three, I think, or close to it, when King Bradley kills all of the Dolcettos. Was that a fight? That was a slaughter. It was a slaughter. It's a, I mean, that's a fight. It was really fun for a couple reasons. There's a couple moments in there that I think are really great. I love when Armstrong creates a hammer that looks like his own face. <laughs> and that was really key for me. I was like, oh, that's just <laughs> hilarious and fun. It's like some... Armstrong technique passed down for generations. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> and it's also like super sad. And like, I think maybe one of the coolest visuals when Al gets stabbed with one of the Dolcettos inside of him. And he bleeds blood. And he like, and blood just gushes out of him. And you thought that they were going to be safe in there. And Al's just trying to save this person. He has so much empathy, such a nice metal boy. And King Bradley is a, uh, it's a real bastard. He's a real son of a bitch. It wasn't an evenly matched fight, but it was really cool looking, you know? Yeah, it's it's brutal. All right. My second fight, it's Roy versus Lust from when Lust dies. Because I feel like that fight has the best escalation in probably the entire show. You start off with Roy finds Lust. And then you have that moment where Roy tears the stone from Lust's chest. And then Lust regrows around his hand which is a really oh, great moment. So cool. You have Lust essentially kill Roy seemingly for a moment. Roy comes back. And then when Roy comes back, that's when the other shoe drops. And that's when mm -hmm. you really get hit by probably the coolest that Roy's fire looks and will look so far. Like that is the coolest moment where it's like, oh, okay, this is why Roy is here. I was very, very close to adding that fight to my list. That and when he does the same thing to Envy is like Roy's um, flame alchemy is like a cheat code against the homunculus. <laughs> like like you were saying, when the fight starts with him losing and almost bleeding to death, but once you realize, oh, this guy could just spam fire for the, <laughs> for the rest of the day, it doesn't matter how many times you heal and you're like, oh, wait, okay, he's actually the guy that has the upper edge. That's actually why I put Roy versus Lust as opposed to Roy versus Envy, because with Roy versus Envy, it's really like a one-sided thing. Like, Envy barely gets anything in. Envy yeah. just runs around in hiding. But with Lust, Lust really hurts him, like, at first. By the time he ran into Envy, he already realized, I'm better than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, like, such a turning of the tide moment, because the homunculi are always outmaneuvering them and always winning, and... Finally, we solve, we slay, we corner them, and one of them dies, and it's huge. Like, that redirects the energy of the whole show, I feel like. This fight is actually my number one. Spoiler alert. Sodik, what is your number two? It's funny. My number two actually goes back to you guys. The first time you guys had me on the show, my number two fight is King Bradley versus the tank, Old Man Fu, Greedling, Buccaneer, and basically every single person he runs into. King Bradley has like a one in 200 kill list in, on this show. He only loses one fight and kills like 250 people. So, and that was like 
when he shows up when everybody thought he was dead or even though they probably should have known he wasn't dead nobody saw him die he fell off the train and they and they was like oh the Fuhrer's back the Fuhrer's back if if this was like a different show from another point of view it would look like the moment where the hero shows up like Goku except it's the it's a bad guy but this guy's going to come in like wreck shop so it, it's cool on one hand of um just seeing him get to like do all the little cool moves moving around jumping around even though he's an old man he's able to beat up a tank beat up on um, both Greeling and Fu at the same time. Old man Fu had a, a cool goosebump moments in that fight too, where he tries to sacrifice himself and blow himself up. But the Fuhrer is so badass. Like he won't even let you kill yourself. <laughs> he won't give you the motivation <laughs> to blow yourself up to get a cool moment against him. But then Captain Buccaneer gets a cool goosebumps moment where he stabs through old man Fu just to get a little bit of wound in him. And old man Fu is like, thank you for stabbing me in the back and let <laughs> let me get something in, you know. And that same fight, Wheeling um was able to hurt his eye. And I feel like that's what helped defeat him finally in the end. Even though he still didn't lose to all three of them. He was able to somehow beat all three of them and walk away. Why make any other characters in anime with swords? Just King Riley is the best version of possible version of this character. Yeah. <laughs> His whole just like you don't even see him draw it stick is so good. And then the funny thing is he went through like four different weapons in that fight too. He started off with a sword, then he went to like two knives, then he went to like I think he used old man Fu's weapon one time. So <laughs> like King Riley is a badass for sure. I think the moment where they where he stabs through Fu is even more significant when you think about how the homunculi think about people. There's that moment where Envy's like, what about if I destroy this entire village? Like, just to make you watch. Like, all you would have to do, you know, is destroy the village and you'd save the country, but you can't do it. And so this moment where he literally impales food to get to Bradley is like, I think that's why it's so unexpected for him. Yeah. Arthur, what is your number two? My number two is Pride and Gluttony in the Dark. Oh, nice. Can I just say, let's not talk a lot about that one because it might come back in my list. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that okay, I'll, I'll put a pause button on it for now. Mike, what is your number two? <laughs> my number two is Van Hohenheim versus Father. Hey. The first time when they're just like, when he just sort of, it looks like Father's just going to beat Van Hohenheim up, you know, when he confronts him. And then Van Hohenheim's like, explains that he has a greater understanding of how these souls work because he's like befriended them all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know it's a little writery as a response, but I still <laughs> really like this battle. It's one of those like, moments where the combat on screen is motivated by character and motivated by like the difference between these two people where one person is using people as fuel and the other person has seen them for what they are and they're helping him win. He has a deeper understanding of alchemy. And I think that's really cool. It is a little bit writery, but I almost put it on my, I have it as an honorable mention because it wasn't a really, it wasn't a fight moment. It was just Fair more enough. of a, a cool moment. It was but like it's a more fight, a though. Fight. Yeah, they're fighting. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is it's one of the coolest moments of the show, though, because that's probably one of my favorite moments of the whole show is, like, mentioning all the people's souls that are in him. Or when they show him on the camel, literally talking to himself, trying to talk to all 10,000 people that's inside his body. It's, it's pretty cool. 
practically, I feel like that is an impossible task, even with that amount of time. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's why I kind of like it, because it feels like a fable. You know what I mean? It, it feels like a. and then he, he spent the next 300 years speaking to 10,000 souls. You know what I mean? Imagine telling all 99999 of the rest of the people, hey, be quiet. It's, it's that guy's turn to talk. <laughs> Imagine you get to one guy and he's like super annoying and he's like, I just want a balloon. And you're like, uh god this guy this fucking guy not that balloon <laughs> not that one. one a different one he's like look i got a lot of souls that i need to i want a balloon give me i want to go to a theme park <laughs> yeah, i'm the local sewage salesman <laughs> i'm a pedophile no no <laughs> i just want to go on the polar express <laughs> <laughs> i got that one <laughs> that was really good i do like the fact that both characters was like nonchalantly doing the best alchemy on the show you know like right everything the way they were fighting to the other characters was will be like mind-blowing but they were and, and all hornheim is just cool because no matter what happens he's just like hey hey chill out man stop all right. <laughs> like, even when his head is like inverted into the father's crotch <laughs> that's such a charming part of this fight is when Father's just throwing everything he can at Hohenheim and like, yeah, the most powerful alchemy we've seen in Hohenheim just like steps out of it. Like he like makes a little door and like, yeah. like hey, you almost got me that time. Like, it's a wizard fight. It's the most wizard fight yeah, in the whole like thing. It's like Voldemort versus Dumbledore sort of thing. Yeah, it's cool. Arthur, do you want to do your number one because you have to go? Uh, oh, my number one was was Lust. Uh, getting oh, crisp. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do my number one, which was already mentioned here, which was the versus Pride fight. I think the Pride fight is like the best fight of Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood because it's such a simple idea that uses the concept of the show. Like we know that this guy controls shadows, right? Okay. And we have already seen that if you don't have any lights and there's no shadows, he can't control anything. So it's just this natural evolution of like, we just got to produce as much light as possible to stop him. And even if you took all that out, the fight has these very like fun escalations when Pride eats gluttony because he needs to regenerate. It's so good. And it has what is probably my favorite fight moment, which is when Lion Guy is wailing into Pride. And these three random guys show up with a lantern and they light the area and you just see Pride smiling, go like jackpot. Like that is my favorite fight moment oh, in the entire man. show. I love it. Is that fight, does that end with Hohenheim putting them inside the um, circle? Yeah, inside a giant yeah. bubble. Yeah, so that's definitely one of the coolest moments of the show. I, the only thing I hate about that moment is that Alphonse refuses to put in the dirty work like my boy Hankel. Lion Guy at least was beating the mess out of Pride. When <laughs> yeah. Alphonse gets into the bubble with Pride, I'm like, why are you just sitting there? If you don't go over there and beat 10 souls out of this kid, it's like, you, you could have helped him out down the line. So, Sadiq, what is your number one? So, my number one, um, spoiler alert, involves King Bradley again. And it's right after the my number two is King Bradley versus Scar and God or Ishbala, which, which whoever yeah. I know. I was going to say, when you said King Bradley versus Fu and all that, I was like, are you not including Scar? And then I was like, well, I saw well, it in the future. Of, I saw it in the future. Yeah, yeah. It took, I think after that fight, it took like two or three episodes for him to fight Scar. But I guess chronologically, he kind of like fought them and then just went downstairs. <laughs> but, <laughs> I feel like there was no time in between the episodes for me to separate it. So the fight with Scar, it means a lot, and just not like fight wise, but like what it meant for both characters, you know. But they were both kind of like similar characters. And technically, King Bradley is the person that Scar was 
actually after instead of just killing a bunch of random alchemists, you know, King Barley is the guy that's that's in charge of basically exterminating your people. And it was a cool moment on King Bradley's end because that was a fight that he didn't really need to be doing. You know, he like he said, he's always been taking orders, but him fighting Scar was just something that he was doing for fun. He's like, I've only been able to pick my wife, and this fight is something else that I'm going to do. And he was basically, the whole show, he's always talking about how there's no God. Um, if God was real, he wouldn't let me um, kill your people and all that stuff. And then he ends up losing to the random beam of light where the show, the show does a little thing where they play with, is there a God, is there not, is it fate, or was it an accident? So that's another cool part outside of the actual physical combat but on the combat side king bradley is such a gangster man (laughs) (laughs) no matter what scar did this dude was not gonna stop fighting scar cuts on both arms and he was like all right i'm gonna use my teeth i'm still okay stabs him in the stomach you know i feel like if he he didn't have that knife he probably would just started biting scar it's like one way or another i'm gonna win this fight like that's the only fight he lost but I was like, if Link's girlfriend didn't show up, I was like, maybe Scar would have died too. Maybe he would have went through the whole show with a perfect record, you know? Definitely the best fight, fighting-wise, and it's definitely the best fight when it comes to, like, what it means to both characters. Can I just say, I hated the Beam of Light, but you just made me love it because... I, I know you hated it. I was so mad that you guys hated it. I was like, I was watching, I was listening to your, your podcast, right? And you know that meme where it's like a mask with somebody smiling and behind the mask is they're like, they're angry? <laughs> <laughs> I always listen, and then you guys did not like that episode. Like you guys didn't like anything of that episode. I was like, I can't believe they don't like this episode. I know, I know. You changed my mind. You changed my mind, so Dick. Like you did it. You didn't change my mind. I'm still hate that episode. (laughs) (laughs) Rewind the podcast and see the part where I liked it. I just, I just hate. Uh, I think like the thing that does that fight dirtiest is like that fight is broken up into like five or six like mini pieces, and if that fight were just on episode, I think it would have hit much harder, especially because we're actually watching it like week to week. When you re, if you rewatch the show, because I've watched Brotherhood almost ten times, so mm-hmm. like when you rewatch the show, and I, I agree with you, the way they broke it up, like it was, it was too segmented. But like even when you rewatch the show over and over again, and you get to know like, oh, this is coming up, this is coming up, you get to start understanding what they were playing with, because they had like four fights going on in between that one fight with Scar. Where it right. should have only that one fight was far was literally like only five minutes to be honest. But mm-hmm. they were really playing a lot with the is God real, is God not real? Because that was a big part of um of the Fuhrer story. The Fuhrer was constantly mocking people for always bringing up God whenever they talk to him. And mm-hmm. right. the same yeah. Scar always being the wrathful guy. Like Scar is basically the wrath of the Israelan people. And then he tosses aside his wrath to beat the Fuhrer. He uses um, alchemy to create something that's against his god, but he still comes up with some convoluted reason for why that's okay. Yeah. That is the best moment in that episode. I will give you that. I don't love that episode, but that moment is fire. It's really good. Then we get to the last one, which is, Mike, what is your number one? Oh, you guys are going to not like this. But my favorite fight, my ultimate favorite fight, is way back in the beginning when Al has this whole like, do I, wait, did you just create me or not? Like, do I exist or whatever, right? And then Uh Ed gets really mad about that because he's like, he just can't believe that Al thinks that, you know what I mean? And Al's like, well, answer the question. And Winry's like, you idiots, you know what I mean? And and then they fight outside, you know, like spar, like they used to. And through that sparring, 
it becomes clear to Al that there's just too much for Ed to have created it all. Like there's the story, it, like the way they fight together, the way that they remember fighting together. It's not something Ed could have created. It's only something could have lived. You know what I mean? And he realizes that he's a real boy. I know it sounds really cheesy. And in the we saw a version of this take place in the live action movie, which we watched. That was really fucking stupid, but I really liked it in the anime. And I, I think we all gave that episode five stars because of that fight. And it was really cool. And I know it's not the most like fighty fight, but it was like one of my favorites. You know what I mean? I thought it was a really great moment for character building and a great moment for the two brothers. Well, Mike, you keep saying you want to read the manga. Uh, manga. I want you to go. Uh, you keep saying you want to read the manga. <laughs> I want you to go look outside your door. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking outside. There's nothing there. That's because I failed to buy you the complete box set. Oh, that is nice. Of I you. was looking at it for way too long, and the good price disappeared. And I'm not. And I love you, man, but I'm not gonna spend four hundred dollars on the fucking complete box set. That is so almost nice of you. <laughs> We are wrapping things up here in our season of brotherhood, which means it's time for me to take this moment to thank our guests for coming. Thank you so much, Sadiq. Pleasure to have you here as always. My pleasure to be here. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, no, just you guys can follow me on all social medias at Super Sadiq Yusuf. I'm always happy to have like more anime fans. Unfortunately, I found myself in this box where because I look a little scary or because I fight for the UFC, people just infer that I'm not like a big anime guy, but I'm super, super anime guy. I'd rather talk, if you follow my social media, I barely ever talk about fighting, you know? So <laughs> You're talking about anime you, all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm usually talking about anime most of the time, you know? I, I found you guys by accident through the anime echo sphere out there. Amazing. And like, like I said, you guys turned out to be one of my favorite podcasts I listen every week. And I even like, when I listen, I'll be, I'll, I play with, with my brother sometimes and I talk back to you guys in the day. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for having me, man. I hope after you're done with Format Alchemist, you do a different show. I will recommend Hunter Hunter. Do Hunter yeah. Hunter. Oh God. It's so long. <laughs> it's so long. And also the Spirit Hunters kind of got that. <laughs> we do have some plans. We do have some plans. There's going to be more. We're keeping it a secret, but we do have plans for after 03. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll make sure I keep following you. And if you don't want to get into a fight, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FMAnalysts. That's twitter.com slash FM, the word analysts. Subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. If possible, leave us a review, recommend the show to a friend. We'd like to thank Sarah Lerner for managing our Tumblr. You can check that out at fullmetal-analysts.tumblr.com. We'd also like to thank Camilla Franklin for doing our podcast art. You can check out more of her work by following her on Instagram, at Camillustrator. If you like this episode or like to hear more, why not subscribe to our Patreon? For just $2, you'll receive extended versions of each episode a week early. All you have to do is visit patreon.com slash fmanalysts. Give us your soul. That'll be all for now. This is the end of our Brotherhood season, so right now we're going on a break. We'll be back soon with Fullmetal Alchemist 03. Until then, stay frosty, everyone. Bye-bye. We were on a break. We were on a break.
And so we reach our end, surrounded by our friends, who now wonder what next year we'll be bringing. In our glories we'll bask, before we loudly ask, does anyone even like our singing? Michelle! Arthur and old Mikey will soon be back for 2003. They're deft. It'll be like they never left. You won't ever be bereft of our opinions and our jest about the show called FM, FMA. <laughs>